Hello, friends. My name is Todd Martin, and I'm the pastor at Smithville Mennonite Church. And I'm so excited to be with you right now as we open the Word of God together. Now, I know there are a lot of things you could be doing right now, but I also know there's a blessing in store for everyone that takes time to be with the Lord. And that's what you're doing right now. So let's talk to the Heavenly Father a little bit first. Oh, Heavenly Father, speak to us now through your word. And as always, Lord, let there be more of you and less of me. Through Christ I come. Amen. Now, the title of today's sermon is Created and Called on Purpose. And we'll be going to the book of Jeremiah. So if you could grab your Bible right now, that would be wonderful. Now, Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. And his book is as sad as it is long. It is, by original Hebrew word count, the longest book in the Bible with 33,002 words. Next would be Genesis with 32,046 words and Psalms with 30,147 words, in case you were wondering. But Jeremiah is also a book we don't do much with. Why is that? Well, it's hard to deal with, as the author has incredible mental struggles and pain. Now, many of these were brought on by Jeremiah being faithful to God, and that put him in conflict with people. This brought him great stress and anxiety. Some believe he was, at times, depressed, and this is rightfully so. You see, God knew Jeremiah would go through some hard things in life, and he knows we will, too. God gave Jeremiah so much space in the Bible and I'm not even counting the book of Lamentation, which he also wrote, which we will dip into just a little bit in this series. I believe it's time to open this book of Jeremiah together and see what God has to tell us about hard times, mental struggles, and how we can make it through together with God and each other. I have a friend who has faced possibly the most terrible ordeal I've ever heard. Her husband was killed by a man who tried to kill her first, all in and outside their home. After the attack, the killer remained at large for eight years and was only recently caught and jailed. Needless to say, my friend endured overwhelming physical but also mental pain. Depression and anxiety were to follow, but she's making it through. I asked her, how does she do it? She said one of the ways is to remember God's promises. I believe this is also how Jeremiah made it through. He was witness to a national catastrophe, the tragic attack 
siege, and conquest of his city, then the exile of his people. He witnessed and penned some of the most brutal scenes in the Bible. How did he keep his faith? How did he keep his sanity? I hope we can discover this together. And this is the point of the whole series. We're going to be in this series with Jeremiah for the next several months. And this is the whole point. If you want to know what we're trying to get at through all these sermons, here it is in one sentence, if you'd like to write it down. The promises of God will prevail over the pain of this life and give us peace. Let me give that to you one more time. The promises of God will prevail over the pain of this life and give us peace. This, friends, is what we want to find out. Now, I'd like to do a little call and response. I know you're listening somewhere and I can't hear you respond, but I'd still like you to say it. Several years back, I did a little series with Moses. And so I would say Moses and the congregation would say, shows us. Today, when I say just like, you should say Jeremiah. So again, when I say just like, you say what? Jeremiah. And today's promise is this. And we're going to be going through the promises that are found in this book of Jeremiah. There's a whole bunch of them, but today's is this. And if you want to write it down, that'd be great. Just like Jeremiah, God created you and has a purpose for you. Let me give you that promise one more time. Just like Jeremiah, God created you and has a purpose for you. So let's open this big book at the beginning and load up on some powerful promises in Jeremiah 1.1. Jeremiah 1.1. Now again, if you don't have a Bible you can read and understand just handy there, it's okay. I'll be reading you the text. But the best thing of all is when you can open your Bible and follow along. Now you might say, I don't even have a Bible. Stick around till the end of the broadcast. I'll tell you how you can get in touch with me and I will get you a Bible. We're in Jeremiah 1, chapter 1, and this is a little bit of intro, so stay with me. The words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests of Anathoth in the territory of Benjamin. The word of the Lord came to him in the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. And through the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, down to the fifth month of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, when the people of Jerusalem went into exile. Now, textual timeout. We'll just do a quick timeout here. That's the end of the intro. This gives us some bearing on time, place, and people involved. Also known as the context of the text. Now, I'm going to refer back to this at the end of the sermon today, but now let's get the promises rolling. Verse 4, the word of the Lord came to me saying, 
Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Now, your first subpoint for uh, verses one through five, let's see if you can call it out. Just like Jeremiah, you are not an accident. Just like Jeremiah, you are not an accident. Then I'll ask you this challenge question. Do you ever question your legitimacy? Now, this is an anchor text for the pro-life stance we as Mennonites hold. We believe life is precious because God creates every life before we are even born. Jeremiah was able to hear the words that affirmed him from before he was even born. He was special to God. Friends, we too can grab that promise. But then he was also appointed for a task, set apart for it again was before he was born. The same is true for me and you. Can you believe it? God has a plan for you that predates your birth. This speaks of care and concern for you and me that is so deep. God knows you and he wants to have you do the plan he has. And he wants to show us if we will just listen to him, but often we don't. Just listen. Even now, you may be sitting here thinking, nah, that's not for me. God didn't really know me. Well, don't worry. Jeremiah couldn't believe it either. I still want you to grab this promise. Just like Jeremiah, God created you and has a purpose for you. You are not an accident. He knew you before you were born. You may have heard all your life, you are an accident. You are an oops. You are unwanted. I wonder if I ever shared this story before of an older lady I ministered to as she was close to death. She told me, how she was haunted by a word that was printed on her birth certificate. Now, I'll not say it across this microphone as it is seen as profanity in common talk, but even more so, it smacks against this very promise of the Bible. The word is used to describe an illegitimate or fatherless child. And at the time, it was printed on her birth certificate. Well, you might as well have tattooed it on her forehead because she bore it all her days. Yet she found Jesus and also held to the promise that she was created by God, even though no earthly father claimed her, a heavenly father did. Oh, friend, this is a foundational promise. God created you and has a purpose for you. No matter what you've been told, it's true for me and you. But as I said before, Jeremiah didn't believe it. And so in verse six, he says this, ah, sovereign Lord. I said, I do not know how to speak. I'm only a child. But the Lord said to me in verse seven, 
Do not say I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Your subpoint for verses 6 through 8. Just like Jeremiah, you are not beyond hope and help. Just like Jeremiah, you are not beyond hope and help. Then my challenge question, do you ever question God's purpose and or protection? Do you ever question God's purpose and or protection? Now, for every calling of God, the devil has a ready excuse. Let me say that one more time. For every calling of God, that is, for everything God wants you to do, the devil has a ready excuse. The devil will whisper in your ear, you are too young, you are too old, too poor, too rich, too dumb, too smart. You are too fat, too skinny, too married, too single, or just too broken for God to use. This is at the root of what the devil wants you to believe. God can't use you. You are just too something. Hold up. What is it for you? You know what I made the other day? A rhubarb pie. Yes, part of the holy trinity of pies. Uh, ground cherry, elderberry, and rhubarb. These are my favorite pies. But I found this simple recipe. Yet it made the most delicious pie. But what if that pie would have protested? What if the pie, when it came out of the oven, would have said to me, I'm too sour. I've got too many eggs. My crust is no good. I don't have enough sugar. Well, first off, a pie should never be talking back to, to its baker. But if it is, that's okay. It's good we're having this sermon on mental health. You probably need it. But more to the point, let me just say, I made that pie. I know it's good for what I made it to be. That is, to be eaten with great joy and a little bit of vanilla ice cream. You see, the first part of the promise is attached to the second. Since God made you, he will give you hope and help no matter what you might say. Someone here today might be saying, you might even be protesting to God now. No, 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 God, I'm just too what? You know God is calling you to do something, to be something, to change something. But you don't think you got what it takes. Friend, can I just tell you, you do because he made you too. God created you for a purpose. You are not an accident. He will give you help and hope if you will just stop the protests and let him use you for his glory. He can touch you just like he's going to touch Jeremiah in verse 9 as we finish up. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See today, 
I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Your sub point for verses 9 and 10. Just like Jeremiah, there is power available to accomplish what God has us to do. Just like Jeremiah, there is power available to accomplish what God would have us to do. And then your challenge question is this. Are you lacking the power you need? Are you lacking the power you need to accomplish what God would have you to do? You know, God won't promise you anything. He won't also give you the power to do. God won't call you to do anything. He won't give you the power to do. God created Jeremiah. He called him into his service and now is commissioning him into action. Just like Jeremiah. God can do the same for me and you too. Here's the kicker. Do you know how long Jeremiah's ministry lasted? If you study those first verses of the book closely, remember all the names of the kings? If you study those and figure out the duration of those kings' reign, it spanned 40 years. Jeremiah needed power, long-lasting power to face the challenges ahead. And this he took as a promise, that God would give him the power that he needed. Over the years, he was ignored, threatened, chained up, and flogged. His messages were cut up and burned by the very people that were supposed to hear them. He was viewed as a traitor by his own people, imprisoned, and even tossed into a muddy pit to die at one point. Now, I have no doubt Jeremiah had mental struggles that some of us can relate to. Maybe right now you feel ignored or threatened. Maybe you feel chained to sadness or flogged by pain. Maybe you feel your life has been cut up and burned. You may feel you too are in a muddy pit of depression and despair. Friend, I hope you can have the hope that Jeremiah had because he was there too. How did he make it through? I believe it was the promises. And that's why this again is the point of this whole series. The promises of God will prevail over the pain of this life and give us peace. Oh friend, we're focusing on mental health and I truly believe if you grab on to this series and the promises inside, you will have peace that will prevail over the pain of this life. Now I have my share of challenges and I know you do too. And so much of our struggle is mental. But I believe if we can hold on to these promises of God, we will prevail. Let's review today's promise. Just like Jeremiah, 
God created you and has a purpose for you. My friend, who was almost murdered, put these promises all over her house. Another person shared that they kept these promises right in front of them all the time. Maybe they had it on their phone to get through their depression. May we believe and be encouraged by this promise today and the promises to come over the next few weeks. Let's pray. Oh Lord, someone right now is listening who needed that promise. That they were created and have a purpose that you've given them. Lord, I pray that they would hold on to that promise and that that promise would help them fight the sadness, that that promise would help them push through the pain for another day. Oh Lord, thank you so much for your word and the way it can encourage us to live. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for listening. And I want you to know, I was starting to wonder if anyone was listening. So I prayed, Lord, let me know. And I was thrilled to hear just this week from a firefighter who was coming home from his shift and was listening on the radio. A man who was out for a run in the morning was also listening. Friends, this will keep these messages coming. Just knowing that they are being heard on the radio or through our podcast. You can still let me know by calling our church, Smithville Mennonite, at 330-669-3601. I can give that number to you one more time. 330-669-3601. Or, of course, you can just Google us, uh, Smithville Mennonite Church, and you'll get to our website, and you can reach out to us through that as well. And when you do, don't hesitate If you need that Bible or you need someone to pray with, we will certainly uh, do what we can to help. Now I'd like to leave you with a wonderful song by a band called Selah. It's a medley that features the song Standing on the Promises of God. And I pray you will be able to stand on those promises of God this week and be blessed as you listen to this song right now. Amen.